Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, a little bit shorter show tonight, um, depending. Uh, we have ARC, Star Trek, Picard, and The Mandalorian. We're also going to probably talk about Rabbit Hole. I don't know why we didn't talk about Rabbit Hole from the first episode. Um, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I think we're going to be covering that throughout now because that is really good. Um, I'm going to let in my co-host. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Oh, and, and Karen, too. Yay. Hello, both of you. Oh, Karen's hasn't Hello. stopped. There we go. There's Karen. Hello. Hi, guys. Hello. Good to be here with you again. Gang's all here. We all here. Yep, with a short show tonight, huh? <clears throat> yep. Not too much going on. Yep, we got yeah, about and I still another... have to card, unfortunately. I haven't had time to catch up. I will. I, oh. I just haven't yet. Although I do know who dies. I'm not happy about that. Somebody told me. <laughs> I'm not happy about that. But other than that. <laughs> who dies? Oh, you haven't seen the last week's episode either. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't. I didn't say anything. Did not say who, but. Oh, well, yeah. Somebody, I mean, okay. So you're a couple episodes behind. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, it could be not this episode. I have no clue. I just know what happened. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, okay. Uh, Yeah. Because. I was going to say, coming... who's died? Nobody. Yeah, we died okay, last week. A couple weeks ago. Or two weeks ago. <laughs> Somebody died last week or two weeks ago. There was a big death um, in episode of, what, seven, I think, right? Um, oh, 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 that person. Yes, yeah. we talked about that already. Yeah, well, we, I we talked about that. Jamie was not was around. Not. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So, anyway. Well, I hope you'll get caught up because in the, next, in the coming days and next like, two weeks, there's a bunch of like new shows. Uh, and we'll be moving on to a new crop of things. So, catch yourself up, girl. I mean, I guess you're busy previewing all wait, those new wait, things. Wait, there's but... new... It's done, though, right? You don't need to know... Or is it connected what? with that other new show that's coming out? No, I just mean... I just mean it's like... See, it's spring season of new shows coming, and we've oh, got, oh, like... okay, never mind. I thought you, you know, meant specifically. Never mind. Gotcha. We're in, we're in a couple slow weeks of TV watching. Uh, yep. And so, uh, it's only going to get worse. So, in terms of time-consuming TV watching, so catch up, girlfriend. I shall try. All right. Um, so we can kick our night off. What do you guys want to start with? You want to start with our usual starting show in alphabetical order? Yeah. The arc. Yeah. <laughs> alphabet in order of the alphabet and of quality. Um, the arc. Uh, all right. So this was the episode where um, Garnett makes it onto Arc 15 and is trying to execute a, mm-hmm. a rescue, trying to rescue Angus. Um, yes, and I think and I mentioned last week it's been renewed. I think I mentioned that, didn't I? Just yes, in case I did. didn't. You did mention it. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Which, uh, I mean, I can't believe there. we might actually say we're glad about that because eight weeks ago, I was like, this will never make it. This show's going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, 
It's doing it's doing yeah. good apparently. I just wish mm-hmm. sci fi would get more of their own original content. Need more shows in general. Not their own or or things they buy well, from, or buying, from like but you know what I mean. From like sci fi or whatever. Canada. Where I mean more scripted more more new scripted series. Yes, that's what I mean. I was like, okay. mm. well, anyway, right. so this, I mean, this largely takes place on Arc 15, but every on Arc 1 is, like, able to communicate with Garnet pretty much most of the time, right? So yeah. we have, like, for everybody involved. Well, except in for when she got captured. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which they didn't even know she was captured. When she got captured for a short amount of time and had to rescue the wrong people. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And the so, poor guy that she keeps electrocuting, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> She's like, you're having yeah, a bad poor day. guy. <laughs> yeah. So that was I mean, the one I thought... thing I was thinking about while while watching this and, and the next one without spoiling anything. Just thinking that uh, these other people on the ship, like it's likely that the other people probably are not bad, or we don't know if they're bad or anything, because you know, regardless of her and the people that. Are leading it, the other people on the ship aren't necessarily bad. So it's like, you know, it kind of sucks when they do that. But I guess I mean, they're on it, her side. Well, yeah, it, it I mean, depends. we don't know anything about the, her crew yet. I mean, we know the people yeah. on Arc 1 pretty much. They, you know, I mean, yeah, they led that mutiny and everything because they're a bunch of sheep. But um, for the most part, those people are just, you know, run-of-the-mill every day, whatever, except, you know, except for the higher-ups. Um, as far as Maddox's crew, we don't know if, what, what Maddox put together. You know, she might have only no. put everybody on her, that shift and said, all right, if you're loyal to me, you can come aboard. If not, um, we're going to shoot you at the door. We don't know yet. Yeah, I guess. I'm yeah, just saying I mean, we, we don't necessarily assume everybody on that shift is like her, was my point. Well, like, I, we I know, know, but right, exactly. I mean, they, they, seem to largely be okay. they seem to largely be okay with having Blast Arc 3 and killing everyone aboard it and now getting ready to blast Arc sure. 1 and kill everyone aboard that ship, purely to cure one person of Klompkins, or whatever it's called. Klompkins? Klompkins. Klompkins. Well, I'm assuming the general populace might not know what's going on. And I I don't know. This has nothing to do with next week or knowing or not. I'm just saying I wouldn't question that necessarily everybody knows what's going on. Well, I think uh, think word gets around pretty quickly when – Anybody looking out the window can see they shot a giant laser beam at another arc that said Mark Three on the side of it. That is true. That is true. Right? I mean, I, I'm just assuming that they also, and, and again, I don't know, but I'm just assuming that they also probably have like a a hierarchy and then like the normal populace, which our ship doesn't have because there's no leaders because everybody got died except for the rest of the people. I'm just saying yeah. there's probably a rest of the people that's just like the, you know, the common people that are on well, the they have a, I mean, I Arc, 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 Arc 1 has leadership, but they operate as a democracy, whereas um, Arc 15 has, a, has an insane dictator, uh, right? Um, yeah. Now, so Maddox has clamp, turns out Maddox has clampkins. And yeah. she, which once again and, you guess, and, and somehow, right? And somehow they didn't have the right spider. They had every single kind of spider except for the one correct spider, which is only on. I guess that's why they hit arc three. They were looking for that spider, 
and mm-hmm. for some reason, Arc One are the only people that have the correct spider. Um, well, they don't know that Arc. They don't. They don't know that Arc Three didn't have it, but Kelly never had out. a chance to 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 find it because Arc One showed up before she had a chance to find it. She'd been looking for it and uh, hadn't right. found the yeah. secret lab yet. The other arcs yeah. were set to have all the DNA and everything. I mean, her arc set out after the fact when they kind of grabbed a ship, which is, I think, why it wasn't to be one of the official arcs or whatever. Like, she sort of stole it, didn't she? At least that's how I took it. Maddox, Maddox stole her own ship? Not stole she built them like, all. Yeah, but, like, it wasn't supposed to go out, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, that's how I took it, like, the people was no, the they, people on the planet started fighting and no. they just took off. Well, yeah, all, no, everybody. But that's off. the thing. Everybody, that, but that, but that's what happened to the rest of the arcs. Is people, people, just common people started taking them and, and that, you know and crashing them. And that's when Maddox was like, "All right, we're building this one and we're getting the hell out of here." Right. I just meant that it wasn't originally scheduled to be one of the arcs. I assumed it might not have been well, yeah, done and had like it's all the 15, DNA and everything. Built, yeah, it was. They built fifteen arcs. You can't they build. Built, yeah, you can't exactly build that ship same. overnight. Right, but what I'm saying is if it had everything the other arcs did, why did it need the spider? Like, I'm saying, like, did they not finish filling it with all the DNA and everything, I guess? Well, I don't maybe, know, Jamie, maybe. because the planet was that spiraling and, and, and species were becoming extinct right and left and the planet was dying. Right, and I'm like, saying, maybe like, arc one was, like, the first one that was completed and everything was was done. You know what I, was, what I mean? That's why I was saying, like, they may not have gotten to that point when they left. Like, it was probably planned eventually. I, I got what you're saying. They, yeah. they left sooner okay. than planned, is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. It really it, it's further down in the line of being complete, a completed arc. Like, they left yeah. before it was done, probably. Well, and, and, and so rate, this, this so arc 15 is equipped with a weapon that, that, the, that I don't, we don't, arc one and arc three did not have this weapon. I, I don't know at which point the arcs got weapons. Between three and somewhere between three and fifteen, things were added. The and, way and that's it has yeah, to be, it has it to be like, that it shot. From from what Maddox was saying, it sounds like only her arc had the weapon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it was her weapon, maybe, but she might have even made it. I don't know. Yeah, she did. She did design it. Yeah, she, was, she said true. that. Okay, well then, yeah, it was hers, but. Uh, Ava made it implode, which was pretty cool and smart. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty smart. So. Um, yeah, and it was nice that she did something instead of Alicia and stuff. Like it, it, I mean, Alicia still figured yeah, it right? out and hacked it, well, but at least it wasn't 100% Alicia. <laughs> yeah, Alicia's too, Alicia's too busy playing with spiders. Oh, my God. Alicia is the worst. Uh, so if there are two people that I wish could be killed in the season finale, it's the completely useless doctor who is, who is like, incompetent and a whiner, and it goes beyond being in withdrawal at this point. She's just the worst. She's, like, every time she has to operate on someone, she's freaking out. She's, like, afraid of spiders. She can't – I mean, she is so annoying. I really would like her to go. And I really just can't well, take Alicia – like nonstop. Think about spiders. Uh, the reason they have eight legs is this, and their name is arachnid. And they, I'm like, oh my god! I'm, it's like I'm watching Wikipedia come to life on my screen. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> well, the doctor is safe because unless Arc 15 has a doctor that we can apprehend, 
she has plot yeah. armor. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking maybe she does have a can be apprehended. Maybe there. I mean, she's not going to go. Like it's my wishful thinking. There's really no reason in general why they would kill her, but that does raise a good thought. Are they going to? It does seem like the confrontation between the two arcs is going to come to a head. Like, I don't really expect that we're going to watch multiple seasons of um, of uh, these arcs chasing each other around space and being at war with each other, right? So what's going to happen, I think, is, it, you know, are they going, I don't know, are they going to, like, bring that to a close? What do you guys think? I mean, I think we can't have um, I can't tons of so, I, you know, it's actually funny because I don't even know where this show goes. Like we're already, we because of the Looks super fast. speed, so, you know, you know, we're already at Proxima B. Granted, yes, there's a problem with Proxima B. You know, we got to make it go spinny spin. But Trask already knows how to do that, and they've already done everything else except to put in the codes to make it do it. So, I mean, do they integrate? Does the show have us integrate both species, you know, arc one, or that arc three and fifteen, or, or sorry, Jesus Christ, arc one and fifteen, and then they all go down to the planet and we go on from there? Or like, I'm not really sure. I mean, I don't know that the confrontation ends in the finale uh, this week, or if it's a cliffhanger yeah. and we pick up next season and have a couple episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't hopefully, know. That's a good question. Yeah, hope, hopefully between then and now, um, they make Garnett a little smarter because she, she did piss me off a little this episode. Because she, she always says something that I'm like, makes me wonder how she became a lieutenant. Um, like, she sneaks on the ship. She does a great job of that and everything. But as soon as she gets into the brig and sees everybody, she completely leaves herself vulnerable. She has her yeah. back to the open door. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well. She, like, if she had at least been paying attention or been like, hey, guys, let's, let's get out of here, you know, before somebody comes, there's alarms going off. No, we're going to stand here and talk for five minutes yeah. and wait for so these guys to come, come in and, and capture yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was not uh, th- that was not a smart move. I mean, granted, a lieutenant is not the most experienced and highly trained person on a ship, but it's uh, it's a mili- it's an officer, <laughs> right? You, you know what? So higher than a it, it's higher a, than an ensign, higher than a corporal. It's 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 not even it's not even that though. It's common sense. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> That's kind of um, my point. Like, if you don't have common sense, how do you get up the ranks at all? Well, because well, you're a clone. I'd be a clone. Well, yeah, that's probably that. Um, I mean, she's a clone. But, uh, yeah, it's – um, she was doing really great up to that point, and then not so great. Um, but, uh, you know, I kind of enjoyed how – it was interesting um, the way she's able to get around the ship. She's wearing, you know, really the same uniform as everyone else. And the ship has right. the same layout, um, so she's really able to get around. For the most part. There's one point where a guy's like, who are you? I don't recognize you. And and I fell for that for a second, and I was like, wait a minute. How could – like, why would he recognize her? Like, I assume that – like, do we 
Have the people on ARC-15 been asleep for for six months also, eight months, and just woke up? Or did no, they stay no, awake? No, because they had the, the hyperdrive. Time. They've been awake the whole time, uh, so they had uh, the hyperdrive. Right. Okay. So they had the hyperdrive. They've been on their ship actually for less time probably than ARC-1. I just feel – I just felt like on ARC-1 – Tons of there's thousands of people on the ship. Tons of people don't recognize each other, and this guy was like, "Who are you? I don't recognize you." Well, that's and I kind of felt like, "Well, nobody recognizes anyone." Um, but you know, I guess he thought maybe he was like he was kind of pretending to be on security, and so maybe he's like, "I don't recognize this part of my security team or whatever." Or, uh, I mean, there are a lot of things that could have. Um, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm splitting hairs there, um, but you know, I, I thought I thought anyway. Way, I did think it was pretend you belong, and it sometimes works. Yeah, I did think it. You know, she was pretty smart, and it was pretty well done the way she was able to sneak around the ship, know her way around, like get where she needed to go. Um, uh, it, it actually was the less, you know. So it's juxtaposed with this other storyline where it's just like every time we see Kelly. She's crazier and crazier. Like, she's a complete nut job, and Angus has decided to humor her, that his best bet is to humor her. And he's right. Humoring her is his way to, oh, absolutely. to, get, out of, to get out of his room. Um, and it works. And we're learning, like, so Kelly's mom, Maddox, is like, oh, you know what happened to her other boyfriends? Like, it appears that when Kelly gets mad at you, she kills you. Seems like maybe she's killed a bunch of boyfriends, right? She's, yeah, she's like a black widow spider. Implied yeah. that that might be the case. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely implied at least. You're right. Um, it's a little. Uh, so she, I mean, she's psycho. Uh, more and more psycho every time we see her. Um, yeah. Um, Yeah, uh, she's just, she's just, and she's so, like, she's dumb. I mean, I guess it's because she she's crazy and just really wants to believe that Angus is her boyfriend. Like, he just agrees with her, and she can't, it's, I mean, he's so obviously humoring her and lying to her, and she is going yeah, for but she's too, with every she, Yeah, because she, she, she is just, cause she's, a nut she's so like, batty, she can't, yeah, she can't tell the difference. She can't tell the difference, yeah. Yeah. She's a, yeah, she's a complete nutcase, and she's a little creepy and scary. Uh, I did enjoy Angus whacking her in the head with a lunch tray. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't give people in the brig a metal lunch tray. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, and she managed to – and so they um, uh, were – so anyway, they managed to get away, and it looks like um, – uh, what's his name? The guy that I hate. The other guy that I hate. Everybody on the show, right? Um, Lane. Not Bryce. Lane is going to sacrifice Lane. himself for them to get away, right? Lane is yeah. like so someone's got to stay. They, yeah, yeah. I, they, I was they, surprised by that. It's interesting that they arranged their, um, they built their system so that shuttles can't take off without a manual. Yeah, that seems like a bad safety feature or lack thereof. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. That, that seems like that seems like a plot device. <laughs> as yeah. opposed yeah. to a smart mechanical I mean it's yeah. not something we've ever seen on any like space show ever. And it seems like yeah. like how are you ever what if you ever had to abandon ship? What if there's an emergency aboard? Like 
like yep. it's engineered that someone has to self up, right? For you to, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not a good, it's a, it's, a, it's a major design flaw. Um, yeah. So Wayne, Wayne agrees to stay, um, but I guess he'll, I guess he'll be living, he's not going to die, right? I mean, they said it's on the outside of the airlock. He had to go back inside the airlock, right? Yeah. It's he's back not in there the with ship. them. He's back inside the ship. So he's going to continue to be a prisoner, I guess. Um, on the ship. And that's how he redeems himself, right? He's like redeemed from, I mean, that's how they redeem him for um, being a leader. He's not just participating in the mutiny, but being a leader in the mutiny, really, right? Yeah, he started it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So he's, I guess he's kind of redeemed. And we'll see what happens with him. Um, although, I mean, really, if Maddox is the kind of person they've set her up to be, she would kill him. Well, right? I kind of see this. I, I think it's kind of obvious where this is going to go. Um, while the first attempt with the um, vi- uh, uh, yeah, vaccine did not work for Clampkins, they're going right. to figure it out. And then they're going to call yeah. Maddox and say, listen, we will tell you how to make the- We will give you the vaccine, but you've got to give us our guy back and leave us the hell alone. Yeah, I mean that's that's the general direction this is going to go. I mean, yeah. clearly Maddox can't be trusted, but no, and yeah, while Maddox only, while she only cares about herself, I would assume that there are many other people aboard who also have Clampkins, and oh, they like, need to. Uh, it would be possibly. good if they could give it to all of them. If all of them could be vaccinated, would be great. Because you need to repopulate, like, these are the only humans who are left. Like, we, like, you know, any loss of life is really bad at this point. I'm not sure that yeah, the show has really, it. like, communicated that or that the people on the show have really said it the way uh, they should. But every single person who dies at this point is a... Uh, a loss of genetic diversity and a loss of, of you know, potential whatever repopulation um, of the planet. Uh, in fact, they're not that young. I mean, they're young, but it makes me wonder if, like, there were going to be arcs that were going to have a lot of, like, 14 to 22-year-olds, right? Um, uh, that are for repopulation? Well, I mean, if you're going to grow your genetic diversity and repopulate the universe with humans, you can't have a bunch of 35-year-olds because you only have a few, you know, years of... That's true, yeah. Well, but to be fair, I don't think they're all... I think, like, the ones like Angus and um, Alicia should be a lot younger, so... Well, yeah, but they... Like, Arc 1 was chosen to be the setup crew that would set up civilization on a new planet. And then different kinds of people would follow. Um, And then Arc 15, I guess, was the roundup of, like, whoever's... We talked about this last week, like, who she was able to round up. We'll find out more about. Um, uh, I'd like to... I guess maybe in a season two we might find out more about... Like, Maddox is such a jerk to Kelly, right? Um, like, it's a wonder she even rescued her. 
Like it's, it's a, right? Like she's like, oh, you yeah. did everything wrong. You're such a loser. You can't do anything right, even when you were a kid. Yeah, you, uh, you feel kind of bad for Kelly. I mean, not that that's an excuse to be a bitch, but <laughs> sometimes you feel a little bad. You know what? You know, you know what it is though. I think with Maddox, as much as she like, I mean, really doesn't give two shits about Kelly. At the same time, it's kind of like, well, that's still, you know, from even for Maddox, it's still like that's my daughter. Like that's the only reason Kelly is alive and there because she's still yeah. her daughter. I mean, and who knows? Maybe Maddox still has some false, you know, maybe one day Kelly will actually prove herself to me. Type of who knows? I mean, granted, that last scene we see with her and Kelly when Kelly's in the brick, you know, sitting there on the brig, and Maddox comes in and is like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I mean, she's not wrong. It, I mean, Kelly, it is all Kelly. Yeah. Kelly was an idiot for, like, being like, yes, I'll take you out of the brig. Like, you know, I mean. Yeah, I trust you. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I mean, Angus is smart. Angus is playing it perfectly, and he sees mm-hmm. exactly what's going on, you know. I mean, yeah. he sees how awful Maddox is to her. So he totally yeah. uses that to his advantage. So in a way, it's Maddox's own fault because of the way she treats Kelly. Yeah. You know, and Kelly keeps defending her. Oh, well, she was, you know, she was saving the world. She didn't have time for me. I understand that. That's fine. But you can see at the same time, she's, Kelly's saying that, but you can see it tears her apart that her, you know, it's like she doesn't I mean, want to admit it. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Kelly might be the way, batshit the way she is because of the way Maddox mentally abused Well, her. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's so. I mean, give you an excuse to be a great, batshit, crazy killer. No, 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 I'm, I'm not saying, I'm, listen, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it gives you an excuse. I'm saying it's what shaped her. It makes sense, yeah. I'm not saying it's an excuse. I think she, she's, in, yeah, she's I think she's indimental, I think she's independently mentally ill, but having a mother who like is so cold and was over like that did not yeah. help her get the she didn't get the what she needed. Um, yeah. right. And and yeah, it makes it worse, but it's not um it's not a uh uh and I guess, you know, she's like starved for love or whatever, but it I mean it doesn't now, I, I think she has her own like it, it, independent of that has some mental health problems. Um Right, but I'm not disagreeing with that. But what I'm, what what I'm saying is, if she had a more loving mother, maybe Maddox would have gotten her some help instead mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. leaving her down her own devices. Sure. That's what I'm yeah. get. That's what I'm getting at. Like yeah. Kelly's yeah. as bad as she is because of Maddox. Not you know. Yeah. Whoa, hello. <laughs> Sorry, I bumped my iPad. Um. Yeah. I, and you're right about, you know, Angus is playing it perfectly. And I, I liked how they, the way Angus played the mother, played Maddox, was a little bit unexpected. And, like, when he saved her life, I mean, you knew he'd save her life because that person he is. But I loved when. Right. When, I would have let her die. You know, when. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or pretended I didn't know how or but, you know, I, I kind of loved when she was like, like, why did you save me? And I kind of expected Angus to say something like, well, because that's the kind of person I am. I'm not going to let you die. That's the kind of pe- people we are on Arc 1. Like, every human being Yeah, and he's valuable. like, I'm on your side now. But, that part was but, Which was brilliant, right? And he's like, no, yeah, I'm loyal to you now. I told you. Well, why yeah. are you here? Because Kelly's here. Like, he's playing up that whole, like, teen puppy love thing really well. But now he's off the ship. So now Kelly is going to go, like, double yeah. She's going to double down on the psychosis. Mm-hmm. Now that he he played her and left, 
So I'm glad they um, uh, I'm glad they took the weapon out of play because that was just made things too unpredict un, you know lopsided. Yeah, that was so like you, like makes, you, to have an like an unbeatable enemy like that is not entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. So next week's the season um, finale. Next week is the season yep. finale. And we'll see how Bryce makes out. Cause poor, you, you notice how quickly Bryce forgave Ava when he thought he was dying? <laughs> yeah, he was like, I don't care. It's over. You you had a mutiny. I, like, you betrayed me. It's over. And then when he thinks he's about to die, he's, like, totally over it. And, like, you know. Yeah. Um, Which I, I get. Think, I mean, <laughs> nobody wants to die angry. I think possibly... I mean, I think that's what the cure really did work. Even though, like, the cure didn't work and hasn't done anything. I mean, maybe, maybe Alicia was wrong and it and it's, like, a slow act. It's going to take a little longer to kick in. Or maybe you're right. They just need to be tweak it. It'll be one of those situations where Alicia's like, oh, I see what we did wrong. If we switch A with B, yeah. then we get C, and it should be fine this time. Yeah, I agree, though. I, that was my first thought, too. Like, when he started convulsing, my thought was that's how the – um, the cure works like it. It gets it makes you worse before it gets you better. Two minutes later, that's what I thought was going to happen, but it's not. Yeah, that's what I thought too. All right, that I can't answer. So, so we got one more. Um, we got one more. Yeah. Uh, week, and then. We'll wait for next season. So, yeah. So, all right. I'm kind of interested to see what happens, how it ends. Um, I'm answering Karen. If you hear me texting, I'm answering Karen. That was yeah, like, okay. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> that was the um, response. Um, yeah. All right. That's about it. That so, happened in this episode. Yeah. 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 I, say, I think that's about it. So, we're yep. your. On uh, rabbit hole. Okay, let's have a rabbit hole for a few minutes because this was a great episode this week. They've all. And we have a little time in our schedule. They have been, but I thought this was a particularly like yeah uh, kind of pivotal episode. Um, I think it was kind of like interesting that they they had like a I want to say double shock, but like it was a shock when you found out his the people that worked for him was supposed to be alive and it was like, what? And then it's like, you find out, no, they're really dead, which I thought. That was didn't surprise me actually. The way the show was going, that they were alive. It didn't surprise me at all when he was like, yeah, they're alive. That didn't surprise me at all. The fact that they were actually dead, that was like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, it didn't surprise me what it did, but it did. Like, I mean, it surprised me because I thought they were dead. It didn't surprise me that it turned out to be a game, like a con. No, like, like it surprised me in the moment, but then I'm like, oh, of course they're alive. Yeah, of course they're alive, right? Yeah. I mean, you're right. It, it's it's not surprising. It's surprising, but not surprising to me at the no, time. It, it's I was surprised, but it was like you knew you shouldn't have been surprised. <laughs> That's the type of surprise. Like I hadn't been, it's not like I was thinking all along, oh, I'm sure right. they're alive, I'm sure they're alive. It's going to happen. 
But yeah, one of like, oh yeah, duh. I'm like, oh yeah, of course they're alive, duh, they're alive. Why did I? Yeah. And then it turns out they're actually dead, and he doesn't know that they've actually killed. That's that was pretty great, right? That was yeah, like, yeah, the big twist, as AJ pointed out. That was really great. Um, and and how we found out, like Detective Maddie or Agent Maddie, who's been not like a huge player for the last like maybe a couple weeks you know, back on the case in a big way this week. And she's just, you know, I, I mean, that's one thing that's kind of typical of a lot of shows. Like the agent who's on the outs is, of course, the smartest agent, right? She's so smart. Yeah. She's a little... Um, well, the other ones just took what they saw at face value, to be fair. She was the only one that was really looking. Um, well, she's the only one who broke the law to look also. Like, you, like FBI agents <laughs> cannot lie to get their way inside to search your house. That's an illegal no, search of the house, right? right? Actually, what I'm saying, the other one that was pretty creative, though. I'll give her that. I mean, they investigated it, but, like, they found the DNA. They're like, okay, we're done. Like, they didn't well, really I mean, try. That's an obvious no point to. to be done. That's an obvious point to be done. Yeah, I know. I'm right. saying like, there's no reason to, not, to keep looking, but... It's she, not like you know, they didn't look hard enough. They they did their jobs. Um, she's kind right. of obsessed. Uh, and she's like, I know, John, don't try. Oh, my God, okay, who is chopping? Somebody it's is not chopping, me. like, it's fruit or vegetables. Yeah, um, I was wondering what that was, too. <laughs> I don't know. You? I assumed it was AJ. It's not here. I'm not doing anything but sitting on the couch. Nope. So I just do not. Not me. I, I heard it, too, but I, was, it, I didn't think it was that. It was kind of low. From what I heard, it so it didn't really affect me that much. <laughs> Must be the phone line or something. Must be the phone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's blog talk radio. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm here alone in my living room. So. Somebody's it's the ghost of blog talk radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, um. But yeah, it's because Maddie is kind of obsessed with catching John at what. what like, it's not really clear to me why she's after John. Like, she thinks he's a criminal. But John really, it's not clear that his previous consulting work is really criminal, right? Oh, yeah, it kind, be, it, it, it kind of is. It kind of is. She's done. That yeah, whole, but what has he done? It's like murder criminal. Like, why is it so important to her? We don't well, it really have to know be. that I mean, you can be, you, you can be. No, it's fine. He's you a have to be a murderer to be a criminal. But is he? No, I mean, but he, I'm saying, like, the fact that she's so obsessed, we don't know why she's obsessed. Like, it's not like he's a serial killer. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's obsessed, I, but it's not like he's such an important serial killer that she needs to be obsessed. Well, I like, mean, it's not, like, you don't have to be a serial killer like, for, a, for, for, a, for a whole person to want to catch you, but it's not clear to me right. that... It's not it, clear let me finish. It's not clear to me that he's a... Is he a big embezzler? Is he, has he committed financial... I don't think he has committed financial crimes that I'm aware of. He has clients who pay him to do we, things. Now, could those things be extortion? A, I don't know. That in and of itself is is like, like all right. So that whole thing in the in the bar where he meets what's her face, um, oh, that yeah. whole thing is a setup. Yeah. They, that, yeah. Yeah. they and they make news broadcast to trick that guy into selling his stock or whatever. Right. Which which his client then bought up really mm-hmm. cheap and made mm-hmm. a lot of money. Yeah, so kind of like I don't know the, the, trading, but yeah. not. That's a huge yeah. financial it's, crime yeah. that they goose the market. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge crime. You're right. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. It happened in the that's first five huge... minutes of the, of the show, so it's easy to forget. Yeah. Like, he messed with the entire, um, like, financial system. 
for like one person's goal. Yeah. Um, the other big thing that I was just going to say, the other big thing we have to talk about is the fact that um, he finds out that his father is the one that was on the phone with, uh, what's his face? Not that he told him to jump, but he was the one that he talked to last. Well, he finds out that, oh, um, that he finds out that his father called him. Um, yeah, that's like, yeah. Like he's, he's going through the three hundred phone calls, and he finds out that his father was the. Um, uh, was he the last one to talk to him? I'm not sure about that. Yeah, because that, that was how he. Yeah, he was. He said he was. was the one that was on the phone when he jumped. But it's kind of dumb because yeah. why would you not start with the last phone call? Why did he start with the first phone call and make like three hundred phone calls and then get to the last one? And it's the only well, I think he was like, trying to find they, out who the, it was. Why wouldn't he start with the last phone call? Because I don't think he knew which one was. Yeah. I don't think it was in – it wasn't like to look at that. I'd have to look again, but I, because I, I thought the same thing too, and then I realized there was no, there was no time codes next to the phone calls. It was just a list of phone numbers from his phone. They didn't have – it wasn't in order of when the calls were made. All right, all right. All right, I can. All right, I'll just all strange, but <laughs> it seems like slightly not believable. Yeah, it does I'll seem like he would never. Well, they did it for dramatic on, purposes. Yeah, the point is that he was the one that was on the phone with him when he, he jumped. He was, didn't he cause jumped. him to jump or anything, but he was the one that was on the phone, and. Um, yeah, I mean, we still don't know who, why he did it, but the point is he didn't tell him because he knew that he was going against him because of what he said, which I still think he should have told John. I think that it could have looked like... Well, that's not why he didn't tell John. Maybe. And that's, well, no, I mean, he didn't tell John because he knew the guy betrayed him. He didn't want him, he didn't want him no, to get upset no, or that's whatever. Not, but that's not why. Like, his stated... Re- First of all... Okay, first of all, we need to have a separate conversation about whether Valence turned or not, because I don't think he did. Ben is insisting that Valence turned, but with no real evidence. Um, uh, But what he says to John is, like, I didn't tell you because I know how you are and I know how you would get. And he's, like, he's, like, referring to this, like, mental health incident that John has in his past. Remember, like, when John, with the flashback with Valentin, he was saying, how are you? Are you okay? Are you still taking your medication? Are yeah. you? Like, John's had some kind of a, a mental health crisis in the past. And Ben is saying, I didn't tell you because I knew how you get, and you would, you know, be derailed by this, and you would be, if you knew that he turned, you would, blah, 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 yeah, and I can't. Saying. He didn't want him to know because he knew it would, like, he might break down again. Okay, first of all, it's bullshit, okay? It's a bullshit excuse well, he's making. Yeah, that's and neither here nor there. But. No, it's bullshit for a number of reasons. Yeah, it's bullshit to hold yeah, a person. Yeah, it's bullshit No, it's bullshit to hold a person's, like, mental health history, health history of any kind as an excuse for you to behave badly, right? And it's also, to me, bullshit that Valence definitely turned. All he's, he, like Ben says, that well, because Valence's last words to Ben were, Tell him I didn't have a choice, right? And to yeah, them, that's right. proof they, that Valence turned. We don't know, but we have no You're idea right. what he's talking. We have no idea what he's talking about. But Ben is saying that's the proof that Valence turned, and that he didn't right. want to tell John. And I think it's a leap. Well, it kind and of I sounds that way. Still hot. I don't 
think so. Why does it sound that way? I mean, it could mean anything. He says he doesn't. We don't know what he what he couldn't help. Uh, right? What was it that he did that he couldn't help? Who does he mean? Does I can't remember. Does he say tell John I couldn't help it, or he says tell him I couldn't help it? Tell I him I had no just, choice. I had no choice. Is that what he tell said? Tell John I had no choice. Tell me I had no choice. Tell, tell John, John I had no choice. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what well, that means. I mean, want us to think that. Well, we do know what that means. We, 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 we sort of know what that means. We know that it was Valance that framed him for the murder of the, uh, um, of that guy that's not dead. Uh, uh, what's his name there? Eddie. Uh, uh, we do know. We do know that it's John that that balance that framed him. How do we know that? Because when John burst into his office and he was like, "This was not part of the plan." Balance was like, "Listen, hold on. I know. Just hold on. Calm down, John." Like, and then well, when he would get off, when they found out he wasn't dead, so that really wouldn't necessarily matter. right. But that doesn't that that has that's neither here nor there. I mean, yeah, balance definitely outside the plan. That was pretty obvious. And why else do you jump? It doesn't necessarily mean that he betrayed him, is the point Karen's making. Like, we don't know for sure. No, I, and I agree with that to a point, but we know what, we know, that's what I'm saying. We sort of know what he's talking about. We just don't know the full extent of it. I mean, Crowley might I mean, have been real- threatening, who knows? Crowley, Crowley might have found out about John's family and said to Valens, listen, you're going to do or kill his wife and kids. You know, we don't, you know, we don't. No, that might be why he had no choice. You know what I mean? In that case, right. yeah, he turned, but not for yeah, so. ill, exactly, ill reason. And, but I agree with Karen. Ben is full of shit. Ben wants to control everything. So saying, I didn't tell you because I know, because, you know, because of your mental history and because of this and that and the other thing, it's all bullshit. It's all smoke and mirrors because Ben just wants to control everything. I mean, Ben I wants to kill like everybody around him. him. Finding out after the fact anyway. Like, it would be better for him to know the truth, I feel like, than to find out that he lied to him. Right. But Ben, but ben doesn't think like that. Ben is a spy. Yeah. Ben, ben is, all, you know, all into don't trust anyone. And that's his thought process, you know. And, I mean, John's even said it to him. He's like, you know, this isn't the Cold War anymore, you know. This isn't the same thing. Yeah, I mean, so Ben, also the big thing that he says is his proof is that when Tom says to Ben, shut up and let me think. And for Ben, he's like, oh, that's my total proof that he turned, right? You know, he said, shut up and let me think. And then he said, like, um, Valance to accuse him of turning, right? And Valance is like, shut up and let me think. And then no, he says, no, 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 wait. He called him to warn him. He called Valentine oh, yeah, to warn him yeah. after the other right. people yeah. were killed. He called him to warn him. He called him to warn him after. You're right. He called yeah. him to warn Which, him after the other people were killed. To be fair, if he had never went, if he had never gone against John and tried to murder that intern, he never would have known any of this happened. You know that, right? Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Like none of this would have even went down. And and still the end. And, and the team would still be alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah, because he only killed the team because they caught the only on. The yeah, he only went back there. Because he knew that they knew who he, he was bad. Well, yeah. they assumed he was bad because his father went after him. You're right. You're right. That he, only went back, he only went back to the office because of Ben. Yep. Yep. You're right. And and he, he wouldn't yeah, even have that turned- gun had, had Ben not had the gun. He only had the gun because of Ben. 
It was Ben's gun. He took Ben's he gun. Took with Ben's gun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all Ben's fault. If Ben didn't have this, like, didn't have to, like... Which might be ben the real lost. reason he didn't want to tell him. Maybe he feels... I mean... Like well, that's, that's possible, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as AJ just pointed out, like, Ben just wants to kill everyone all the time. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's, if he hadn't gone after the intern... You know, whereas John's like, I've got it handled. We don't know what, we know he's a mole. We don't know who he's a mole for, what kind of mole he is. I mean, granted, no one expected him to be a highly trained assassin because he just looks like this dopey, like, stoner, whatever, Occupy kid, right? Um, yeah. Uh, and it turns out he's an assassin, but nobody knew that. Um, so if he, you're right. If he he set it all in motion, if he hadn't gone after the intern, uh, the intern wouldn't have known they were onto him, and wouldn't have killed everyone. So, uh, I mean, but Ben Ben also like floated another shit. Like he previously said, uh, like you know when the soldiers are before they found out that the whiskey bottle had a tracker in it, when they were like, who's following us? And and Ben's like, oh. Valence sold us out. Valence is the only person who knows where all the safe houses are. And John's like, no. Like, Ben was totally talking, like, kind of talking shit there, right? He's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. Valence. He knows where the safe houses are. No, it's the bottom Well, whiskey. he already thinks that he betrayed them, so at least he had a reason to think that. I mean, it wasn't right, but he well, thinks that. if he's right, if Valence betrayed them, like, I think that's a big if. I think when this yeah. show, in episode five, makes you try to think something that's not what's going to be the truth come episode eight, right? Just like probably. the people we thought were oh, dead from yeah, episode probably. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree mean, with I that. Think... I mean, right. Yeah. But I'm just, I mean, do, I, do, I, do I think Valens definitely, do I think Valens, like, just absolutely betrayed him? No, not at all. Do I understand the motive, the, the, um, the image that Ben's trying to portray right now, yeah, I can understand it, but I don't necessarily agree with it. And he might even be right to a point, but it's going to, you know, it's yeah. going to end up being not what it looks like. Because nothing on this show is what it looks like. Nobody is who mm-hmm. they, it looks like. Um, yeah. Now, here's, here's the funniest thing. I don't, I don't remember, if Karen, if you've ever watched Supernatural, but Jamie, you started watching Supernatural, right? I watched the beginning, yeah. All right, so, so you never got to the character of Crowley? No, but I know it's Mark Shepard, All right. isn't it? All right. yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. Because they haven't shown Crowley on the show, they mention him all the time. Every time somebody says Crowley, I keep waiting for Mark Shepard to pop up somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think of um, the thing that David Tennant said. I can't think what it's called now. Um, the, what the heck? was Crowley in it? What the heck's it called? The Angel and the Devil Demon Show. I can't tell what it's called. Oh, Good Omens? Yeah, that's what it makes me think of. Yeah. I Honestly, I, I think, honestly, I don't think, you know, it's early on still and everything, but I do have a theory. I don't think Crowley is a person. I, I think, think you might be right Crowley, about that. I, kind of, you know. I, I think Crowley is going to turn out to be, like, an the name of an AI computer, like Karen, you watch Person of Interest. I think it's going to be something yeah. like that. I oh, think it's going to be uh, yeah. a. I think it's going to be a super. I think Crowley is a supercomputer, and there's like an organization running it, 
but mm-hmm. I don't think it's any one specific person because they seem to know a lot of things all the time that they shouldn't know. Like when Ben went in pretending to be Crowley, like the quote unquote Crowley immediately knew Ben was there. He didn't know it was Ben until they took the picture of him. And he was like, oh, look, it's Ben, you know, but how else would he have known that somebody was there impersonating him? You know what I mean? Like it's always, it it just seems like they're the bad guys are always one step ahead. They are always one step ahead for sure. Um, I, I mean, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, I, I mean, I like it. It's and it's uh, hey, at least it's a theory because this show so far has been hard to like come up with theories about. Yeah. Um, I, I was yeah. a little, I was a little surprised by the intern business. Like we knew the intern was probably a mole, but that he has turned out to be like a super assassin. Um, I mean, Ben is a little, um old and has flaws but he is a trained spy granted he hasn't worked as a spy for a while and he's you know but um kyle was on to ben following him and and fought him and you know i mean kyle's uh although so we did get a little bit at the end that kyle seems to be a little bit haunted by having shot these people in cold blood yeah particularly kara particularly he sees kara's face saying don't shoot me don't shoot me and he seems to be having sort of some flashbacks or some trauma um, from having done that to her. Yeah. 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 Um, um, oh, I want to circle back to uh, Maddie real quick because I wanted to say this more and I forgot. Maddie, I mean, I can't blame her. You know, she's, she's doing good police work, but I, she drives me nuts because she is so obsessed with John, I feel like she is going to like eventually cause a huge problem and get them almost killed. (laughs) It's like, she's a dog with a bone. And I just feel like her poking her nose everywhere, uncovering things is going to, going to ultimately be a bad thing. (laughs) So I think she's going to get John's child and ex-wife in danger. Oh, I'm sure. If she hasn't already. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the same um, thing. And she's a loose cannon. Like, is she doing good police work? Like, she has good instincts, and she—it's true that she knows, um, she knows John better than anyone else in the FBI. And it, it sort of like defies explanation why they're not allowing her to be involved in the case. Like, it's a little bit like the stereotypical jerk boss who won't let the female agent participate kind of thing right like they're like always like get out of here you're not on this case blah blah and and she does know the suspect better than anyone like why why wouldn't they take advantage of that knowledge Uh, apparently because they're just dicks for no reason um but she's doing shoddy police work also like she's she's doing things that could jeopardize the entire investigation uh you cannot lie to enter a house and conduct an illegal search, right? Now, it did lead her to some revelations that made her realize Kara was alive, but but even though she was dead. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, that is, that is, that, that's loose cannon level of work. Like, she should be fired. She right. should be suspended for that. Yeah, well, I, that's the thing. I, I, you know, we haven't gotten her history yet, but 
it's pretty obvious that she's been she's I mean she's already been demoted, you know. Yeah. So probably for this kind of it, thing. It's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious that she has a history of not listening to her commanding, you know, because her commanding officers or you know chain of command. Superior. And yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's cost her before and she hasn't learned her lesson and she continues to do it because, you know, and, and it's, it's a trope, you know, I mean, we see this all the time, whether yeah. it's a man or a woman, you know, um, and the funny yeah. thing is, her, you know, her, in this case, though, her bosses aren't necessarily being mean. They're just saying, stop. <laughs> I mean, yeah, was she right? Was she right? Yes. But. You know, and they, that's, you know, that's the thing about law enforcement. But that's the thing with law enforcement. You know, I mean, that's the one. That's the one time. You know, it's like, it's like being a criminal looks really good sometimes because you don't have these type of rules that you have to abide by. Whereas, you know, law enforcement, you have to do things by the book, or the bad guy gets away. And she doesn't like As doing Mueller things said, by the book, which is about the book, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, it, 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 it's what's getting her in trouble. Like Karen said, she has good instincts, but she's going about it the wrong way. But she does bad police right. work. Uh, uh, yeah, she's going to get herself or someone else killed, and she's going to, yeah. I mean, she, like. Here, here's I, one for I, I you. Also, she, you know, yeah. She's going after John, who is, you know, doing things that are illegal, but she's doing things that are illegal to try and catch him. So. Even if she caught him, it wouldn't be admissible because it was all illegal search and seizure. Yeah. Um, I I think, uh, I mean, I was a little surprised that the wife let her in the house because, yeah, I you know. Yeah, she would have figured it out. Well, I mean, did she, she really let her, let her in the house? <laughs> she kind of left her at the front door and then Maddie walked into the kitchen. What do you <laughs> Yeah, but so that with the way John is, though, that she would have been a little more suspicious. I well, feel like some of so what him would have rubbed off on her. That's where I'm going with this, that she, as John's ex-wife, that she's not more cautious. And she also appears to understand a lot about his business or have been involved. Like, she, when they met at the school, she said something like, can I help? You know what? Like, I just got the impression from that conversation that she, 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 she knows that at a minimum she knows that he's involved with some something dangerous that he works in the gray area um and that i don't know also these people live in new york city like that like okay so yeah maddie let herself in the house but like i can't remember this last name but she didn't say like what the hell are you doing in my house get out of here she lets her use the bathroom and then gets her phone number (laughs) Right? And by the end, she's like, I got your number, girlfriend. I'll call you. We'll do some day drinking. Yeah, like, like oh just because she what? has a kid, that makes her safe. Yeah. Like, that was kind of. It, it seems like not something that a mo- person living in the modern age in New York or really anywhere would do. Um, and for yeah, that was my first thought, too. Any understanding of John's, what John right. could be involved in. I think, I, I think it would have been a little better had she walked in and uh, Jack's wife, uh, John's ex-wife, been like, what are you doing? And then have her be like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, can I use the bathroom? You know, like in that way, instead of the way it played out, you're right. It, it was kind of like, why is she not more cautious? 
you know, this woman who's, you know, or or maybe she disarmed her by selling Girl Scout candy bars. Yeah. I thought at first she was going to figure out that she was up to something, but, yeah, I mean, she didn't. Here's another thing about Maddie. She's, like, conducting surveillance with her teenager in the car with her, right? Yeah, like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah. That's like, another problem. Mom of the year right there. Like, what? And you're working on a case where multiple people have been defenestrated, right, thrown out the window, and and – a building blew up with people inside it, allegedly. Like, this is a really – and she's like, oh, I'm just going to go surveil these people with my sullen teen in the car with me. Um, just wait out here for a minute, honey, while I go inside and conduct an illegal search. Like, what? Yeah, everything will be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny that she's, like, saddled with this kid who wants nothing to do with any of it. Um, and she's – I guess because she's off the case, she's forced to investigate on her own time, but – it does seem like another example of her careless, like her single-mindedness um, causing her to make some bad decisions. Right? I agree. Mm. I think she's going to end up, John's going to have to bring her in. Somehow John's going to bring her into the story and she's going to be on their side because I also it's getting, agree. right? It's getting to where yeah. John is so cut off from anyone who can help him that like he's gonna reach out to her and she's gonna be on their side. I don't know about that. Choice. I don't know that he'll reach out to her. I think she's gonna get her nose in the middle of it, and he's not gonna have a choice. Yeah, that's that. And I, I, think. I honestly don't know. That's just what I think. Like the way know. he basically got stuck with Haley, and he basically got stuck with Hom. Like he keeps picking yeah, up people much. that he's like stuck with. <laughs> yeah. You know, I yeah. like Hong or Hong or whatever his name is. I like I do him. too. <laughs> he's, he's funny. funny. Yeah, poor guy. Like, she had sex with a neighbor. I can't hear. That's what? That poor guy. <laughs> and then he, he, when he kept shouting how he couldn't hear, <laughs> like through the whole background was great. Yeah. And then he gets shot, and he's like, "I don't want to die." He gets and he's shot, like, "You like, heard wings that?" Wings in the arm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then then Ben's like, "Oh, you can hear me now." Uh, I like Common. He, you know, he's a good, he's a good character. I mean, he does dump a little ex. Like, every now and then, he dumps a little piece of information on them, but it's believable. Like, he's this big, yeah. like, he's a federal investigator of, like, like fraud crimes, right? Like, financial fraud yeah, investigators no. like the Treasury <clears throat> Department. And every now and then, he'll be like, of course, blah, blah, blah's a game. Don't you guys have kids? Don't you play games? Or don't you read the news? I Like, every now and then, he dumps this big thing on them, but I like how it plays out that he's like, duh, everyone knows that, except for these, like, two brilliant paranoid spies. <laughs> yep. It works for me. Yeah, and that's the thing. The way he does the exposition, it doesn't seem out of left field, you know? It's it's not like yeah. Katarina. Yeah, yeah, just dumping tons of That's always going to be my, that's always gonna be my, go, my, my go-to. Is that Sleepy Hollow? My go-to for Katarina? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. that's always going to be my go-to. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Queen of Exposition. Queen mm. um, so, yeah, all around a pretty good episode that really sort of changed the game a little bit this week. Yeah. Not that I knew what the game was, but uh, 
you know, and it, um, I, I, I like the way week after week, I mean, so Ben's father was introduced kind of late and like any trust we could have in, or John could have in this guy is being eroded. Every word that comes out of his mouth. This guy does himself no favors, right? Right. So I like that too. I don't love, I, I feel like Haley is, I, I still don't trust Haley. Especially this week, she's like, John, if you need to talk, I'm here. And I'm like, oh, wait, she's being a little, she's like, I'm here for you. I'm staying. I'm not, like, I believe her when she's like, oh, you think I'd be safe? Like, I'm not leaving because I won't be safe. I mean, that's also a trope that we see in many shows and movies where the woman's like, oh, I'm safer, like, from crappy movies like Night and Day to, you know, good movies like where the where the woman or the sidekick is like, I'm not leaving you because I wouldn't last five minutes without you. But I'm not sure that I trust her and that she's not. Well, they um, came after her because of him. I mean, he did save her. But, yeah, I do hope she is. No, they went after her because of her. Because she spent I mean, $26 I mean, million. Now dollars. Oh, that's, true. that's right. That's right. Yeah. You didn't know that. It's like that. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Well, but yeah, I mean, no, I don't know that I don't. They, oh yeah, I guess they still could have been because of her. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it that way. You're right. No, the people in the blue, the people in the blue car were totally because of her. They were they yeah. were working for the guy that she stole the money from. Well, but at the time we didn't know that, so. Well, no, but we do now. <laughs> yeah, point. I know. Hey, I mean, I didn't think back to it. I did think about it. But you're right. Yeah. I don't know that mm-hmm. I don't trust her, but definitely think there's more going on with her. Like, she's playing an angle here. 90% or whatever it was she said she needed him to trust her. Yeah, I think she's full of shit. She's like, I need, can't you trust me more? And, oh, if you want to talk about your friend, I know what it's like to not have, I'm like, oh my God, John, do not fall for this shit. She's trying to ingratiate herself to him, and I do not trust her. And she's, like, the one person that he kind of trusts, which makes me think, like, that's a mistake. Uh, it remains to be seen. Maybe she's, like, genuinely I just don't nearly an embezzler. Father. I'll be honest. I kind of less trust her, his father than I do her for some I reason. Feel like, for, I kind of feel I, like. I haven't seen further, so I don't know, but that's what I feel like, sort of. I mean, there was a point where I, for a minute, I was like, could he be Crowley? Or, like, could he be yeah, really on Crowley's, like a double block. part of Crowley's operation? But I don't really see what he has to gain by being with John on that. Like, why not just... And part of me has been like, is he even really... Is he going to try to not even be the father? I, I kind of threw that aside. I kind of believe now that he's the father. But, like, I, I just don't see any... Re- if he really was part of Crowley's operation, why even mess with John? Why not just kill John? And Crowley yeah. just killed John, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I do think that um, we should buy a bunch of decrepit abandoned houses and seal up guns and money in the walls for us to use at the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's <laughs> Everywhere they go, he like That's hammers right. open a wall. Yeah, that I like that idea. That's... There's actually like a place in my wall that in my kitchen that I want the the contractor is going to like cut out the and fix with drywall. Maybe I should shove a bunch of money inside there. <laughs> As if I had if I had a brick of money that's right. Just where I'd let put us it. know if you do. So if we ever need <laughs> yeah. any, you can take it. <laughs> yeah, they can broadcast my address here on the podcast. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right. Well, all around great I think we all like the show a lot, huh? 
Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. I got yeah. I got the next episode. I'm waiting to watch it. I was nice and didn't wait. watch. It. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Well, no, I'm gonna watch uh, it now. But I waited till we did the podcast. Oh, well, thank you. We we'll have that. another podcast before we talk about it. Or I mean, it'll be yeah. on before we have another podcast. Before we talk about it again, yeah. 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 Um. Uh, that le- that leaves us with Picard and the Mandalorian. Uh. Yeah, although thing she was just looking at dates to see. Uh. Dead Ringers, you guys, I don't know if you're going to watch that or not. I told you about it. And then Silo is the fifth. Yeah. We already talked about that. So. Yeah. yeah. And I don't have those channels, so. Yeah. Um, uh, Dead Ringers is on Netflix, I think, right? I forget. Uh, it might no, be on Dead some channel. Prime, I believe. Oh, okay. So that's a channel I have. I, I never saw the movie. No, I haven't either. I, yeah, I, I did. I I really like her in it. I think that she does a really good job playing both parts. Who's she? But, um, Who's she? Rachel, um, oh, shit, now that you said that, I can't think of her last name. Weiss? Rachel Weiss? Yeah, Rachel Weiss. I, I really enjoy her in it, and I think she's funny, and um, I, I think she did a really good job playing two different characters. They did a, a good job overall. But it's not really, I mean, it was good, but it's not really my type of show that I would necessarily watch the whole thing otherwise. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, All uh, right. But it, it's kind of twisted. It's good. I don't know. I might still watch the end. So, I just haven't watched So they switched, they switched it. It's a, it's a woman this time? Or two oh, women? Oh, I didn't know the twin, original was twin. a man. Yeah, it's twins. The original, yeah, the original was Jeremy Irons. Okay. Then, yes, they switched it <laughs> to answer that question. <laughs> I didn't yeah. realize that because I have seen the original. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the original was disturbing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a little weird. It is. It, it's, I mean, it's good. It's, it's not that it's not good. It's wonky. not really my kind. Of, like I said, not really my kind of thing. But um, but she's really good in it. I I did really enjoy her in it because she's funny. Which I don't think I've ever necessarily seen her be funny, but I liked her as the two uh, the twins. All right. It's a comedy. No, it's not a comedy, but she's oh, like, you said, I, she, she says some funny lines. She's funny watching her switch back and forth to the twins. Watch it. Has some dark humor? Has some dark humor, would you say? It's what? It has some dark humor? Yes, it's it's got some dark humor. It's not a comedy. I wouldn't call it a comedy by any means, but it, it's got some funny moments, and I think she does a good job playing both of the characters. Mhm. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll check it out. Yeah. All righty. Well, that's it for me then. I will try to catch up on some of the other stuff. And, All right. Um, I got stuff that needs posted to uh, Marvel's Miss Maisel will be going up hopefully pretty soon. And I got to put up your single drunk female. Um, I got to finish that. And then, uh, what else? There's something I had to put up of mine. I'm, like, thinking of yours. What is it, mine? Oh, that was Silo. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned that. <laughs> All right. Silo. So, yeah. Yep, yep. All okay. Right. All right. Um, yeah, well, have a good week, guys. I will talk to you next week. Okay. All right, Jamie. Good night. Have a good, good week, Jamie. Good night. Bye-bye. All right. Um, so, Picard. 
Yeah, Picard. Boy. Oh, that sounds like you and I, sounds like you and I are on the same page. Uh, you know, I did feel like there were some moments that I really loved in this episode. Like from this, as a person who watched the Next Generation. And I will still, you know, it's on, like, BBC America all the time. And I will occasionally, like, leave it on while I'm reading the newspaper or doing whatever, right? That's my background noise. For people who love The Next Generation, you know, this was a great getting the band back together episode. There was, like, some real, like, emotional, like, kind of closure going on in this thing when they when they take out the, when they go on to the Enterprise D and you can... And and you see them all assume there. There's that shot of everybody sitting at their station, and John Luke says engaged. Like you have to love that. You can't not love that, right? Tell me you love that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but there's only one thing I didn't like about the episode, but it's a big thing. There's only one. The Borg. The presence of the Borg. Um, yeah, that would be it. Yeah. I thought everything leading up to it was brilliant. Like, I, you know, it's like as they, when they revealed the, you know, the Borg and everything with Jack, I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. Like, it, it was right there the whole time, you know. I didn't really, you know, it's, I was like, that's yeah. pretty brilliant, you know. Yeah. I was like, I like that aspect of it. But, you know, at the end of the episode, the first thing I said was, I was, like, oh, I was like, I just don't know how I feel about the Borg being back again. I was like, I thought we put that to bed last season, which confused the hell out of me. I was like, oh, wait, I was like, is this, not, I was like, is this a bad thing, though? I'm like, isn't Agnes, like, the new queen of the Borg? I'm like, yeah. And, but, yeah. Then, but then Jack goes to the, the Borg cube, and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, that's definitely not Agnes. I was like, this Borg queen is still hooked up to everything. I'm like... Like what the hell is going on here? So yeah, like, I actually went back. Yeah. I, I was like, I was like, all right, maybe I'm just not remembering last season. So I went back, and actually, and it kind of makes sense that this is where they've gone because I went back. To, I went back and I watched the last ten minutes of uh, last season's finale, mm-hmm. and Agnes says they don't know what the the, the transdimensional portal is, where it came from, why it's there. They want permission to. to you know, be part of um, Starfleet temporarily while they, you know, they monitor the situation and everything. Um, Because the last time we saw the actual Borg was on Voyager, you know, in the Delta Quadrant. So, you know, they're still out there somewhere, you you know. So, but but here's the thing. So that kind of left that open-ended with the whole thing of what, you know, where the portal came from and everything. So it kind of left that open-ended, but I thought, all right, it's just one of those things that's open-ended, but it doesn't matter. But Agnes is the Borg queen of the Confederate timeline, not of the Prime timeline. Yeah. The Prime timeline, the Borg are still pissed off <laughs> from being And that's what we're in. We're in, the prime, we're in the Prime timeline. Right, exactly. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what... You know, yeah, Agnes came from that other timeline into the prime timeline when she, yeah. ran, you know, when, with her meeting Jean-Luc and everything. So that's where my confusion came from because I forgot about that little fact. So the Borg that we're seeing now are the ones that, that 
finally overcame the virus that Janeway uh, stopped them with. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at now. So it kind of makes sense. I just, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, the Borg's a great enemy because they're not, because they're so difficult to defeat. But at the same time, we always defeat them. <laughs> so how hard are they to really defeat, you know? Um, they're a great yeah. villain overall. I just, I just feel like they go to the well, they've gone to the well one too many times with the Borg. So that's what bothered me there. Everything about the storyline, though, I think it's pretty great, you know? I think everything with the fact that Picard doesn't actually have this disease, that it's, it's this organic tracking device that's in him, you know, that was, that they put into him to, you know, yeah. to communicate like, like basically they put Wi-Fi in him, organic Wi-Fi. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a little like unclear to me. Like, so they put it into Locutus and you know what? Like, I, I, I'm so glad that Jamie got into Picard and is like coming around to like the Star Trek universe, but I'm so glad we don't have one of these conversations where we have to spend 20 minutes of our podcast explaining who Locutus was. <laughs> we can do that offline. <laughs> and like yeah. more about the Borg and stuff. Um, uh, I mean, I do kind of feel like, so in this timeline, in this universe, the Borg have not been seen for a decade. They're out there in the Delta Quadrant and they have, they've been kind of defeated and pushed back and they're not around, right? I mean, I guess circling back to what you were saying, so they, they like alter Jean-Luc's DNA and they have like a communication, like a Wi-Fi inside him, right? But it, it's not really clear, like Jean-Luc was not the last person they assimilated. Like, okay, so so 7 of 9 was assimilated before Locutus, right? So she would yeah. not have it. But conceivably, like, Season one had a huge storyline about people who were being deborgified and the recovered Borg who were right. like going about their lives. And the and the the less time you spent being a Borg, the easier it is to deprogram you. So, are there not other people who also have this in them besides Lacutus, besides Jean Luc Picard? Right? I mean, I mean, they use. It's possible, I guess. I feel like maybe like this was like a prototype or a one-shot deal type of thing, like an experiment, and it didn't come to fruition because he escaped. You know, it's, it, I mean, talk about playing the long game. Yeah. 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 Um, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I do also kind of like the idea how they put it in the transporters and so every single person, like yeah. when you transport, you're broken down into molecules and then reassembled when you yeah. get to the other side. Your pattern goes to the pattern buffer, right? And I like that they were able to infect everyone through the transporter. And it's really kind of amazing that that is like that 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 hasn't been used like 50 times in the past, right? Like yeah, I mean that, the science behind. I mean, it's the science behind it is brilliant. I mean, that's really a great uh, a great idea. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I, I like I, everything about it except for the fact that it's the Borg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm in, I'm inclined to agree with you that we did while seasons one. I mean, on the one hand, seasons one and two had a lot of Borg in them. So should we su be surprised that it's all about the Borg? 
No, but yeah. yes, because as you say, it felt like it was put to bed. Are they going back to the well too often? And it feels like it came out of nowhere, probably because they spent eight episodes on Vatic uh, as, and the Changelings as being the big bad. And then in episode nine, they pulled the rug out from under us, and it's not the Changelings after all. The Changelings are merely the minions of the Borg, right? Like the Borg found yeah. you know, the only other people who hate humans as much as the Borg are the Changelings, and they're like, let's use you. Um, also, to me, that if I'm a changeling, the board really shouldn't be trusted. And once they assimilate the entire federation, like, what's the board's endgame? Like, the, their whole, the only thing they do is, like, their goal is assimilation, really, right? Yeah. And once they assimilate everyone, like, they're going to, will they turn on the changelings and assimilate them also, I guess, is my first question. And they, though? Um I don't know because the can they assimilate changelings? May I mean so, maybe they could assimilate the changelings like Vatic, who can hold their their form. But yeah, most changelings. I mean, think, even them though. Like I mean, you start assimilating, all they got to do is turn to goo, and what are you gonna? You can't assimilate goo. <laughs> so I guess, but if the changelings could figure out how to change Jean Luc's DNA and then infect the transporters, like I think the board could maybe find a way. Right. I wouldn't well, want to I mean, be yeah, the last possible. race. I wouldn't want to be the last race left with the Borg having nobody else to assimilate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, uh, also, we didn't really talk last week, but I feel like with Vatic dead, we're never going to find out about that head that talked to her all the time and was like giving her instructions and was like, you better get this done. So I thought that was like some sort of boss changeling head, demon head thing. Yeah, I don't know what I that was. That's that's all I thought it was, yeah. But now I would think it might have been the Borg who were giving her instructions to capture Jack, but that what like what is the talking devil head thing? Well here's we're never my gonna say find that. out. We're never gonna find out. Well I mean it might not matter. I mean it's it's I either know. it's either it a change it's, it's a higher it's either a higher higher somebody higher up in the changeling or giving her, her instruction or it was the Borg directly. It, um, ultimately, it doesn't matter. But here is my question. Um, right now where we sit, the Borg have pretty much won. I mean, they have assimilated everybody under the age of 25, pretty much, like they said. Yeah. Um, as as yeah. somebody said in an article I read, they've assimilated everybody under the age of our main cast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> everybody in the entire cast was um, 25 or under, except the legacy characters. There was nobody so, on the ship who was 35. There was only people who were 25 the board, the board, and 50. Yeah. The board has essentially won right now. Mm-hmm. Why do they need Jack? Yeah. They did it without Jack, so why did they need Jack? What is so important well, about Jack? And why did Jack just stand there and let that spike go in the back of his neck? Yeah. Yeah, why did he just stand now, there I and, do, like... Yeah. I do feel like, though, that this is going to... Pl- play out where Jack is going to dismantle the Borg from the inside because his human side is going to be able to overpower his Borg side, maybe, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why that he would bother me, though, let it happen. Because, like, when have we ever really seen people able to do that? All right, Jean-Luc. <laughs> um, but I, I agree with you. So there was that moment where the Borg Queen says, 
and by the way, like we should like fans everywhere. There was a moment like it wasn't like Annie Worsling just passed away, right? And and we had someone else playing the Borg Queen, um, doing the voice of the Borg Queen. Um, so that was sad. Um, but so there was that moment where the Borg Queen says, "Oh, if you were able to shoot me, you already have." Like he can't act against right. the Queen, against the Collective, and she's kind of controlling him. Um, but he did, he did, like, you're right, he did just stand there and let, like, the spikes, and he, he had this look of utter defeat on his face. Like, he looked like he had totally 100% given up at that moment to me. Yeah. Um, uh, well, now, speaking, I, uh, speaking of the board queen, um, you do realize that the voice of the board queen was Alice Krieg. This week. Always. Yes. Or always. This week. That was yeah, voice of Alice yeah, Krieg. Yeah. Was, yeah, it was Alice who played, Krieg. Yeah. Who, played the board, who played, played the board queen in TNG and in Insurrection. Now, I'm wondering... See, they didn't show her, which makes me believe that she's not going to appear actually on screen as the board queen and we might just hear her voice. Or they yeah. just did that to save it for the finale. Yeah. Maybe they're saving it, the reveal of her as the, to, to, to see it for the next um, episode. Maybe. Um, I don't know. But yeah, it, I mean, it was obvious that they were not showing her head. They were showing her like from the top back of her head. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm inclined to agree with you that I uh, – so I don't love them changing the – look, I was happy that Vatic was gone because she's freaking annoying. Oh, and, I <laughs> And I was – you know, and I was not um, totally against them dispensing with the seven-episode villain and then letting them get on to – the main, like, let's say, Frontier Day kind of thing, right? The last big mission of the team. Um, I mean, it's a little weird, it, uh, you know, a show that has that has really dealt in, in, like, smaller stakes in the sense that, like, can we save Jean-Luc and Beverly's son is, like, the small stakes, whereas can we save, like, yeah. the entirety of humanity at, of the Federation at Frontier Day is the other. I mean, somebody says... In the show, I don't know if it's Jordy or Data makes a comment that kind of, you know, validates what the audience is thinking. That like seriously, after fighting the almost getting wiped out by the Borg and like doing everything and finally like subjugating the Borg and getting rid of them, the Federation is going to have an interconnected fleet that can act like every ship in the entire Starfleet will be linked and act as one. Like, they're Borgifying their own fleet, right? So, yeah. is that a Starfleet thing, or do you think that was the Borg through the changelings? Oh, that was that the Borg. Part? Oh, yeah, that yeah. was absolute, absolutely what that was. Yeah. So that they could then take control, and as they do at the end of the episode, they're turning the fleet against Earth. Um, uh, I mean... I mean, there is kind of the issue that Starfleet, like, we're seeing Starfleet, like, Frontier Day is, like, celebrating when Earth 
like achieves warp speed and like you know first contact and starts the federation Starfleet. Well, yeah. Starfleet and the, and they, not the federation and Arch, yeah and Archer and the first crew of the Enterprise so they specifically yeah. mentioned that Enterprise. Mhm. Um. So, so but so the Borg have taken Starfleet and they've won. But I mean, there is like the Federation out there. They haven't taken the Federation. Yeah. Um. Right. But that would be a next step, I guess, right? Although, if you're a yeah. Star Trek fan, like taking the taking the Federation is kind of like taking the United States, but Russia and China are still out there, right? Right. And Canada and England and France and all the other superpowers, like the Klingons and the Vulcans and whoever, are still out there. Yeah, Romulans. Um, Romulans, yeah. Um, um, yeah. There's a lot going on. Like this whole idea that. Like, like Vatic, as much as I hated her, was like a, you know, the change, like they put a lot into explaining Vatic's like anger and why the changelings hate the humans so much. Um, and then they just kind of killed that off. And the main thing is like Starfleet is stupid and they're, they got borgified. Um, and obviously, um, It's going to be, I mean, we only have one episode, right? So I feel like, I feel like Data, obviously Data and Jordy are going to figure out a way to circumvent it, right? And they'll be able to save, like, kids because they've only been borgified for a matter of hours, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a nonstop action episode, I think, pretty much. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what, you know what I liked was when they were going to the Enterprise D, <clears throat> and uh, I, I like the little innuendo that Worf became the captain of the Enterprise E because he, <laughs> he's like, he goes, that was not my fault. And then he gets on there and he's like, you know, I like the way the E's lineup layout was better. And they're like, Worf. <laughs> they're like, shut up, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you what, though. I tell you what, seeing the bridge of the Enterprise D in high definition, it was just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> they just, like, when they yeah. all sat down and everything, and I just, Artie's sitting here looking at me, he, you know, watching me, you know, I'm just like, I'm, like, I'm like bouncing in my seat. I'm, like, all giddy and everything. And then, you, you know, Picard lays in the course and everything, and everybody's like, aye, aye, captain, and everything. And then... You see him put up his hand, and I was like, "Engage!" <laughs> like You're that was that was there. pretty awesome. It's yeah, pretty awesome. totally. I love it. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. And it's funny because the last time we saw the Enterprise D, it was in two pieces. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love how they separate yeah, they separate the saucer section from it before it crashes. Yeah. Um I love how yeah. Jordy's like, I've been restoring it in my free time as though he has like an old Corvette in his garage that he's like working yeah, on the pretty weekend, much. right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um so we had to say goodbye to Captain uh Captain Shaw. Captain Shaw like gives his life yeah, so that that seven of nine can live. It was. It was because he's a good character. Like, you know, like yeah. he was, he I was like the uh, Shaw. I like the you don't often see a cynical, mean Starch who has good reasons to be cynical and mean and still like grudgingly like 
works with these people. Like, I mean, obviously, um, he would never become friends with them, but I liked that guy. He had to die, right, so that he could, like, give Seven of Nine the respect she deserves. Um, yeah. You know. So he won't be going on to Star Trek Legacy if it happens. Um, no. <laughs> he yeah. will not. Yeah. How do you feel about all the new characters that we liked being turned into Borg all of a sudden? And I guess being essentially sidelined for the climax or becoming the villains of the climax, right? Like, like, like. That's fine. How much do we. It, 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 I like it in the in the fact that they're it, it um yeah what's the word I'm looking for having having to fight people that you know makes it a lot more interesting than just fighting no name uh, Starfleet. It's like oh sorry we had to kill a couple Starfleet people we really didn't want to but you know I mean if Jordy's kids come gunning for them. They're not going to kill them. They're going to find a way to try and stop them and, and, you know, deborg them, you know, whereas other Starfleet people, just you know, if they were just a bunch of red shirts, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, it's, you know, we got to stop them. And, and if we lose a few along the way, oh, no, big deal. But having people you know come after you, is, it changes everything. I guess. I mean, I think maybe one thing I don't love is like, so a character like Sydney LaForge, who they did so much to make her like have a little bit of a center stage and, and have this thing with Jack. And, and she really, you know, she really was standing up for him. And um, and now having it turn into like, you know, Jordy has to save his daughter instead of like Jordy's daughter helps save Starfleet. Right? Like, Like, I guess I feel a little bit like if this show is really literally, they're really passing the torch to the next generation uh, because Star, like Star Trek is not going to stop making shows probably, right? This is not the end. Um, no. And it's not the end of this timeline. And if this was really about passing the torch to these new characters um, and whether they're Jack Crusher and the LaFour sisters or they're other people, like the idea that they're sidelined and look, I'm all, or like our heroes having to save the universe one last time. I'm down with that. I'm all in on that. But you know, having like I feel like it sort of takes away everything they did with particularly Sydney LaForge in this season to make her like this great character and a fan favorite really. And I feel like it's a little bit stolen from the young people, maybe. That now it's like well, you know what, we have to save she she can't help her father save the universe. It's more about her father saving her. Right. I, I get I get yeah, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, I mean, the whole point of this season was the final chapter of TNG, you know? I mean, it was it a yeah. chapter we ever expected to get? No. But since we got it, you know, they're going to they're gonna go all out with it. Um, yeah. So, but, I, but I agree. And I agree with it, and I get what you're saying. Um, but, I mean, who knows? I mean, with, with Jack in the hive, I mean, who knows? He, you know, he might be able to turn off because he has that connection with Sydney, he might be able to to turn her Borg borginess off, and she can end end up helping them. Who knows? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know exactly how it's going to play out yet. I mean, and, and that's the other thing. I mean, say for arguments. I mean, I don't. Uh, um, you know, most of the episodes are around. I think forty five minutes. 
Yeah. Um, but who knows? You know, maybe they extend it out a little bit. It's a full hour. Maybe like the first. I mean, it's going to be one of those where the first half hour is the resolution, and then the last 20 minutes or so, it's going to be, you know, everybody saying goodbye, everybody going back to their thing. You know, so I mean, who knows how it's going to shape up? Yeah. We'll just have I mean, to wait we'll and see. find out on Thursday. Like, it's all going to be what happens with with the ending, right? Like, do they stick the landing? Like, yeah. uh, and this is not, look, and I like, right. like you and I have watched shows that we hated and then we're like, oh, that season finale was awesome. I'm all in for the show next season. Yeah. And we don't hate this. I, I really like this. And, I, you know. Um, oh, yeah. I, this do, is, I, I, I think do. this is the best season of Maul. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I I think it is. Um, I think so I know Jamie's not watching ahead, but it's my understanding that critics haven't seen the episode yet. They're only going to get it like the day before. Um, you know, I think that I think that there's two kinds of people watching, maybe three. There, there are the people who were brought into the Star Trek universe by Picard. People like Jamie, people like other people who there are people who this is their Picard's their entree into this into Star Trek. Um, and I think there are people who, who you know, used to watch Next Generation, and, and there's some of us who are just real, like, I, I'm okay with a bunch of nostalgia. Like, I'm a person who really liked the season finale of Lost um, because, you know, I've told you this many times, I found it emotionally very satisfying. And I oh, was yeah, able to absolutely. over, right? And I was able I to overlook, right? Yeah, you like it too. And we're able yeah. to overlook yeah. some, of the, some of the nitpicky the, things the and not getting case. answers. Yes, I overlook the glowing cave because when Charlie looks at Kate and says thank you, I just lose my shit and cry every time, right? We keep um, we, we keep bringing up the glowing cave, but we still overlook it. <laughs> yes, um, and I think for I think for this show, there's that. There's going to be the people who really yes. like just seeing the Enterprise D and hearing Jean Luc Picard say, "What I really missed was the carpet." <laughs> you know, it's yeah, all that, like, was, that was funny, right? <laughs> It's, that's I mean, that was I a mean. great no, thing, I, too. Yeah. Data going, hello, yeah. chair. <laughs> right? Like, oh, my God. Um, I love I love this new version of Data. I mean, it, he's finally come to be what he's always searched for. I mean, this is the most human he has ever been because of his, you know, merging with lore. Oh, and yeah. when when... When he's on the ship with Jordy, and Jordy's like, could you be a little more positive? Okay, I'm positive we are going to get annihilated, or whatever the heck he said. <laughs> like, like, that was die. great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just rewatched. I just happened to see last week the episode where, the very early data, um, when that woman, like, has a crush on him, and she becomes his girlfriend, and he's dating this girl, but he's, like, only able to – he's kind of like chat GPT. He only has access to, like, what's in his databanks that tell him how to act with a woman. And it was very dumb and painful. Um, uh, but this data, having a girlfriend, would be kind of cool, right? Like, to see him yeah. – he's still awkward and dorky, but now he has, like, a little bit of humor and sarcasm and feelings or whatever, But which is great. Like, again, like, I think that – like, if they can give me, like, an emotional payoff next week, I'm okay that – I don't really get how it yeah. went from Changelings to Borg, and the, they're at the Borg well again, and really do I care about Jack Crusher that much in the end? Like, I'm not sure that I really felt 
bad for him when he got assimilated last week. And I feel like they haven't given Jean-Luc and Jack, like, a real, like, I feel like their whole relationship is still based on, like, Picard's regret. Like, Picard regretted not knowing about him. Picard regretted giving him the disease. Picard regrets giving him the DNA Wi-Fi. Like, they haven't, like, like, I didn't have that feeling like, oh, my God, Jean, it's Jean-Luc's son. Like, oh, my gosh, Jean-Luc and Beverly's son right. is in here. I'm like, oh, annoying Jack Crusher's yeah, in no, here, and we're going to have more, like, right? Yep. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they haven't really given me a reason to really – now, he'll surely be rescued. Um, I, you know, I don't know that he necessarily gets rescued or rescues himself. I, I really don't – you know, I feel right. like – and, and we don't even know that he was – and we don't even know that he was assimilated necessarily. I think he they just stuck that spike in the back of his neck to connect him, which is weird because they don't even have to connect him because he's got the Wi-Fi. So I was a little – I really didn't understand why that they needed to connect him. I mean, I guess we'll find out next uh, – on Thursday. I guess we'll find out, yeah. Um, so we'll see. Um uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Like I, this is oh, the goodbye, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, and so, if the so, story is not really what it could be, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you've heard, but they announced today that Michelle Yao will be returning to Star Trek to play Philippa Giorgio one more time in section one, section thirty one, the movie on Paramount Plus. <laughs> really. Section 31, remember so how they, had, they the movie remember they, they, yeah, they had talked about it before and everything, and then, you know, COVID happened and kind of screwed a bunch of stuff up and things got put on the back burner and everything, but they announced today that they are still moving forward with the movie, so it sounds like they're getting, they're, they're getting ready for pre-production and everything, and um, so we'll probably great. have it sometime I mean, next year. Yeah, sounds like we'll have it sometime next year. On, on Discovery. I really oh, like I her love, a lot. I love Georgia. And I like what she they did great. with her and how they brought her along as the show changed. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if her, I don't know if her, you know, I don't know if her winning an award for uh, everything everywhere all at once had anything to do with it. They're like, hey, let's, yeah. let's jump on this. Uh, but, you know, if that's the reason they decided to move forward, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, we have her still attached to this project and she can't get out of it and now she won an Oscar? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, also, I think yeah, these I'll Star Trek it. shows are doing pretty well on streaming for Paramount. I don't really oh, yeah. know because nobody yeah, yeah. releases their numbers, but Picard's been doing well and they're announcing yeah. a bunch of new stuff. So that's great. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's like, cool. um, I, I, like I, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I do know there's an episode of Strange New Worlds this season where um, there's an animated show, I don't know if you've heard of it even, is Lower Decks. Um, and it's really funny. It's like, you know, it focuses on the Lower Decks. I mean, the worker bee, you know, yeah. the people that, you know, um, pretty funny. And um, Jack Quaid does the voice of one of the main characters. Well, they're going to have a crossover in an episode of Strange New Worlds, and uh, it's uh, they're you know they're it's and it's gonna go like a lot like 
the live action, the actors who do the voices are going to cross over into Strange New World, some of them. So, and it's already been announced that Jack Quaid will be uh, in an episode. So I kind of can't wait for that. So that's going to be fun. So, so when we get to that episode, I'll have to explain to you, you know, explain to you who everybody is from, from lower depths, but. All right. So that'll be fun. Uh, cool. All right. So that just leaves us uh, Mando. So that leaves us Mando. Um, okay, the Mandalorian this week. Um, I mean, for me, look, I have some problems with this episode, but I because did I felt last. Because I felt last week was so 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 terrible, um, this week for me <laughs> is a step is a step up. But I do think this episode like highlights some of the problems with this season of The Mandalorian. Um, but yeah, it was better because it, it wasn't like uh, whatever that happened last week. <laughs> I mean, this was highly focused on advancing storyline um i got some problems with it but i'll hold them aside until i hear your problems please how did you feel about it um overall i thought it was a great episode i really like the direction um it's gone this season and you know the what it's funny i was talking to a friend about this at work today and i feel like more and more because of the way this season has gone i feel like the reason they called the show the mandalorian was because i feel like as the show, if as and if the show continues, I think I feel like Din might disappear from the show eventually, and it will focus yeah. on different Mandalorians further on. And because you know what I mean, because um, this this season did Din has been there, but this has been uh, Bo Katan season. You know, like, I, this I, is you know this what? I think you're right. All about her. They almost should change the name to the Mandalorians. Yeah, with an S on the end, right? Plural Mandalorians, because that's kind of where this has been this season. Yeah, which which then led me to my my one problem that I've had since season one is I don't like the fact of how many people called Din Mando. Like oh, that always bothered me in season one. Like he's a Mandalorian. Why are you? And it's not, it's not like he's the only one around. <laughs> right. It's like they're all cops in the office, and they all call each other copper. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, hey, copper. <laughs> no, hey, copper. Or they're all like, I don't know. They're all, they're like, yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Other Smitty. Right? Like, yeah, he's a yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah, there you it's go. Like his, it's like his race. It's not his name. It's like actually, like, okay, it's not the same, but it's kind of like being like, hey, Woody, right? Hey, or hey. Yeah. Hey, Mick to an Irish person, or hey, like what? Right. Or hey, hey, Canada yeah. to a Canadian person. Um, it's 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 their calling him Mando, like yeah, because otherwise, often they call each other Mando. They're all Mando, every single one of them. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly, right? exactly. I yeah, Bo Katan has never called him Mando. She always calls him Din. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see maybe like Carl Weathers. Um, calling him Mando because he's the only Mandalorian he knows at all, and it's like a, but it really is the name that the fans. But he's not the only one, like, right? 
Well, well but that's he, the thing. He was, He's not the only one. But he kind of was the Car- first Mandalorian that came around there. Yeah, but Carl oh, no. called him Mando. Like, other people yeah, called him Mando, you know? Him. Yeah. yeah, it's not, like, why? So. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, right. was, that makes, was... Oh, my God. Thing it's going to annoy me all anyway. the time now that you brought that up. Now it's going to bother me all Sorry. the Sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Um. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I liked the episode a lot. I thought um, going back to Mandalore was great. I loved seeing you know, that little count, you know, the finding out what that little council meeting was about, that they've been um, getting the Vespar from the planet and creating their own army, which oh, yeah. is interesting because it's kind of, I, I feel like, and then we've talked about this before, I feel like a lot of what we're seeing in the Mandalorian is the precursor to what we eventually see in um, uh, Rise, uh, no, she's what's up. What the hell's the name of the first one? A New Hope? For, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Oh, Force Awakens, um, yeah. Because we're seeing now, we're I, we're I feel like we're kind of seeing how the First Order comes to be. You know, like this yeah. is the beginning of yeah. the First Order, I feel like. Um, yeah. Like, I loved, I loved uh, Gideon's armor. That was awesome. That out, that suit he had on, that was great. That was like, he has, he has like a, a downplayed high-tech Darth Vader costume on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't love that they all got Vespar armor, and they all have jetpacks, and they're basically like Stormtrooper Mandalorians. Uh, was a little like I didn't love it, but I get the whole like beat them at their game kind. Of, I don't know. Uh, you're right. Like, well, it's all about because kind of how strong the vest. Yeah, it's it's all about yeah. how because of how strong the Vespar is. You know? yeah, the armor is like impenetrable. Yeah. Um, interesting that you know that they would try to destroy the planet and then be like, oh wow, that was something good in this planet. Let's go back down there. Um, I think so. A couple of things that were like I kind of it's a very typically Star Wars thing that they get underground and they get to their city and they find there's a there's a there's a secret Empire base. Well, it's not empire, like a proto empire base under there. Yeah. Right? I mean, um, or a, or a rogue warlord, empire world, whatever it is. It's a little, you know. So there's a ragtag ba- band of Mandalorians who've been living on the planet with their. I like their really cool, like outrigger ice skimmer glass. The surface of the planet is like glass now, and they've got this cool, like sailboat that skims across it, which I thought was kind of cool. But yeah. The idea is these guys have been living there all this time, um, and they're not aware that the Empire has somehow built a, it's a... Look, there are TIE fighters inside this underground base that fly <laughs> out the side of the planet, right? And somehow these guys didn't know that it was being built and established, to, like, and, and the Empire didn't know they were there either. Like, that's a little... But it's very typical yeah, Star point. Wars, like, right? Like, how do they not know? How many years has it been that Moff Gideon is building this base that, like, like 30 TIE fighters live inside it? And they didn't know. Um, but it, 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 right, it's a very Star Wars thing to happen. Um, yeah. That was a little bit annoying. Um, also, they captured Din. 
at the end, right? They've got Din and they're taking him away, um, which I have Moff Gideon learned nothing that he should just kill Din Djarin as soon as he can, but whatever, it takes him away. He doesn't make a move to get the child, Grogu. And I really was expecting Grogu to, like, when Grogu's father, basically Din is his foster father now, like, I was expecting Grogu to do some serious force shit, and he didn't, right? And I thought, well, gee, the person he, the only person he loves in this world is, like, in grave danger and probably going to be killed. And I, I was surprised that Grogu didn't react with some serious force action there. Was it just me? Did we expect him to well, have a response? I had a couple problems with that scene. Yes, I was expecting some, some kind of force shit with Grogu. Um, but we, I mean, we also we don't. I mean, we've seen Grogu do some force stuff, but we also don't know how strong he is. And it also, the, the more energy he exerts, the quicker he he half the time he falls asleep afterwards. Um, he he, he's weak and he can't control. It. He's young, so and he, he can't control. You know, the door the door closes between them and everything. What pissed me off about that though was as soon as it happened, my immediately I'm like, you have the dark saber, open that shit up. Like get yeah. into the battle, let's get fighting these guys, take them out. Yeah, she never And they just it. stand there and they just yeah. and, until except to get away. And I was like, yeah. what the hell that bothered me that it took her so long to even think of the dark saber. That that kind right. of and she annoyed has, me a little bit. And she has coveted it for two she coveted it for episode, episode She's, it's all she's wanted yeah. for so long, right? And then she failed. It's to like it. it's almost like it's almost like until Gideon said, "Give me back my dark saber," that she forgot she had it. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Oh, I have the dark saber. Let me." I think you're right. Yeah, it's like she almost forgot she had it. We forgot she had it because she doesn't really, you know, as important as a dark saber. I didn't is, forget she had it because I immediately thought she needed to use it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, why but, is she I not mean, fucking people up with this thing? It's rarely – I mean, we did see it last episode, but it's rarely used. And it – like, like Din had a hard time wielding it. Like, it was heavy. Well, Din, no, that's, that's because Din doesn't know how to wield it. She knows how to yeah. wield it. She's well, okay, but – yeah, he was not. And he didn't – so he didn't rely on it. He didn't use it that much. We haven't really seen it in action or seen its power since Moff Gideon had it, right? Um, right. But you're right. I hadn't really thought about that. But what, like, what about the dark saber? And like, Grogu. Look, Grogu can always use the Force when he wants to make some candy go into his mouth. But he can't muster a little Force when his father is like being taken away by the by Moff Gideon. Well, yeah. Who, uh, yeah. And, he, should, he should have at least. You think he would have at least tried? Because the, I mean, we saw him uh, use the Force that one time. Um, on Moff Gideon. Well, how? When Moff Gideon has. Oh, yeah, that's right. He knows right. Moff Gideon is but, an I mean, evil guy. Yeah. But I, I remember in season one when he used the Force on that creature. Yeah, and then he, he fell asleep. immediately afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Grogu, so. like, to your point that you made last week, Grogu's a little bit of a problem because he was supposed to, like, yeah. he went off, he was supposed to go off and do his training with Luke Skywalker. Then, you know, if you didn't watch... Boba Fett, you didn't see it, but you know there was a whole bit where he chooses yeah. to come back with Din Djarin, and then there was a point where he was going to maybe be sent with the Foundlings, but he sticks with Din, and he's almost like too big a star. Like Grogu is 
is like such a big star of the show that if he doesn't do stuff every week, I'm like, oh, where's that Grogu? But it, but it risks overshadowing the Mandalorian for him to be this like powerful Jedi, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. So he can only do so much. So how did you how did you feel about Grogu like I S eleven I G eleven? I I enjoyed the whole part where um, Carla's character Grief Karka is that his name? Um, yeah. He's like, guess what? I rebuilt your android, but he didn't. He just made like they like took out all like they didn't bring him back, right? Yeah. And he built this like, like little like walking suit for, who finally for Grogu. Well, I was like, AJ's been waiting for we were waiting for him to say his first word, and he finally said his first word, yes and no. Even even though it's not actually him saying it. <laughs> yeah. He's hitting a button. Um. Yeah. A lot of it was great. Like I, I loved where he takes over the suit and he's like, yeah, no, I got a like, kick oh, out of that whole thing. The no, yes, and then I when he's walking, pretty, and he's like, that whole thing was pretty cool. He's like, he's like, yes, 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 and 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 then he like, stops the and then he work. stops the fight between the two Mandalorians and he's like, no, no, was, no. <laughs> that was great, and he used no force, right? He used no force. He just like used his little personality yeah. to do that. I mean, he used whatever strong android arms he had but he didn't like that yeah. was great um so yeah i was a little during, frustrated by the end during, of it yeah so during the episode at one point i'm looking at din and i said to Artie, i said look how shiny din's armor is compared to everybody else it always and Artie without way. missing a, <clears throat> yeah but Artie without missing a beat he goes that's because it's plot armor <laughs> oh my god that is a, he's a genius he should have tweeted that <laughs> I was he's like, I was like right wow now, that, I was like that is perfect <laughs> I was like that is he, absolutely perfect oh my god he would have half a million retweets by now <laughs> that's, it is perfect that is genius it's so true because plot armor um, it's always really shiny and everybody else yeah. is really beat up and 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 like, I'm not sure. Did he get a better set, or does he just spend a lot of time polishing well, it? I mean, I, I know the night owls have painted parts well, of their part of it, blue, right? Yeah. Well, part of the reason that his stuff is <clears throat> so shiny is because a lot of a lot of the pieces that you see are new. Because think about, it, remember in season one, he kept going back to mother, and she kept yep. making another piece for him. Yep. Yeah. Every he time he got another he piece made. of that yep. car, so. Yep, he would get he, he would like get it. He got like Boba Fett's Vespar sword, had it made, or he get a chunky or anything. He, yeah. he had a lot of new stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, that's like um, what's her face there. Uh, that's like Bo, Bo's one one new piece is shiny compared to the rest of her armor yeah. because she but just Bo had that is, made. Bo has the most girly arm. Like Bo's armor, like shows her female figure a little more. So, like, they all need something so we can tell them apart. And so we can always tell Din Jaren because he's got such shiny armor in a crowd. But she's got a little bit of a, like, Bo-Katan has, like, her her armor fits closer to her figure. You can see, like, there's a woman standing there. Yes. There are other women, Mandalorians, yes, but she stands out with her arm, which is important. They, like, you know, Boba Fett's is green. Yeah. Which nobody's green orange. Not, like, nobody looks like Boba Fett in this crowd. No. I mean, they're largely light blue because I guess that's the color of the night owl, the light blue. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it, it has really turned into Bo-Katan's story this season. Kind of okay with it. It's interesting. I'm fine with that. that. Except Din is really sidelined the last several episodes. Like, the main you know what, character. Though, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, though, because, I mean, I feel like season one and two was all about protecting the child, you know? Yeah. And they did that. And he, he, he accomplished what he was doing, you know, the thing that he didn't even want right. to do in the first place, you know what I mean? So I'm okay that the, the focus is kind of turned to Bo, because what, what else does he do? What where else does he go? You know what I mean? Like he, the big thing was he had to redeem, he had to redeem himself because he took off his helmet. So he had to go bathe in the, in the water, in the water, which he did. Yeah. But now yeah. what does he do? Like what's well, his nothing, story? Apparently. Now? That's annoying. And that's annoying. Like, right? that's, like, that's, yeah. that's what I mean. That's why I'm glad the focus shifted to Bo-Katan because by doing that, it advanced the overall story because now we're back on Mandalore and discovered Moff Gideon's whole nefarious plan. So now there's something to do. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I mean, I guess maybe I like, look, I, I like Katie Sackhoff. I like Bo-Katan. I like that story. I guess maybe I'm wishing to see Din be a little more intertwined. Like, like her, She's going through a lot, and she's transforming into a different kind of a leader than she was before, which is very interesting. And Mother the Armorer is a big part of that. Um, and and maybe her experience with the healing waters and the mythosaur were part of that. But maybe I'd like to see Din be, I don't know, a, a little more of a friend and confidant and a part of her transformation a little. I mean, he's been critical, but he's, see, he's sidelined, right? And he's, right? Like, yeah. I'd like to see him maybe not. No, I get what you're saying. That's, yeah. Yeah. He's well, they really could be working like, up to that. I mean, it's all kind of. They could be because, like, Din, like, so I love that Bo, you know, the armor mother sees, like, um, Bo-Katan is the person who can bridge two worlds, but. I do feel like that's been part of Din's, like Din is sort of bridging two worlds also. Din's been sort of working on the outskirts and he, I mean, he did take his helmet off at yeah. one point, um, but he's so, um, he's so, he's so into this cult that he's in and he, he felt, cause they are kind of a cult, right? What are they called? The cult that, I mean, the people that were, he was with Well, those, I mean, Whatever the way, the people that follow the way, um, yeah, I, they have a name. They have a name. The sect that he's in that follows the old ways. They have a name, um, which I forget. It's called the. Yeah, I remember. I that. forget. But he's like really into this. Is it a cult? Is it a religious sect? Is it a? Is it a? And I don't mean to disparage it because I love when they're like, "This is the way," and they, you know, um, and there are these other group that don't follow the old ways and they hate each other but I feel like it, like that tension has always been in Din like he's like he's so into the way and and you know I feel like Bo-Katan's evolution I'd like to see him a little more 
tied to it and see Din's kind of evolution also, which we saw a lot. Like when he when he became caretaker to the child, like that changed his life so much, right? And I guess yeah. I just don't feel like I still see his life changing so much this season. Maybe I would have liked to see him be tempted to keep the dark saber. He's too like I don't know, I don't know what I would have liked, but we'll see. There's a few more episodes. Um, this was eight this week, right? We There's have one more episode. So next week's season finale. Yeah. Wow. We have three finale. We have three finales next week. Oh my god! I, like, what can I don't even know where yeah. it could be. Where is it even going next week? In that case, I don't even know. I don't know. Fall, like, yeah, I don't either. We did get a. We got some back office. Empire stuff also, where we learned that there's this council of, like, warlords who are, like, doing this, like, stuff on the side, right? That Moff Gideon is in. Um, and there was all that, and it's, it's, I mean, I don't even know what kind of finale there could be next week. Like, Bo-Katan and her band of people can retake Mandalore? I don't know, because as the episode ended, they were, like, maybe going to be annihilated by the Empire, right? By the TIE Fighters. Yeah, I'm not really sure how it's going to play out next week. I mean, I don't even know if there's a fourth season already guaranteed or not, so who? I don't know how they're going to wrap no, it I don't up think it's in been one renewed. episode. I don't think it's been renewed yet, either. I don't think it has. And I think this season, I don't know about viewership, but I feel like there has been a little more criticism of this season than there was in the past, right? Now, I just yeah. Googled it. Yeah, I think so. I just Googled it, and you cannot trust, like, every single headline that you read, right? No kidding. <laughs> um, or you can't even trust, like, 1% of the headlines that you read, right? Um, but like a quick Google search, I've got a story from Esquire, um, that says, you know, there's some speculation about like, what's going on with the Mandalorian. John, John Favreau has already confirmed that season four is a go. I've written it already, Favreau told a French TV station. We know we're going to tell a story, blah, 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 it's mapped out, blah, 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 blah. He's got a script, but that doesn't mean it's renewed, right? Like, right. it's not announced. Like, does he really have – I don't believe that. Yeah, it's not – written because so people don't write not a full official. season if they're well, not I getting mean, paid. He probably, has, he probably has an outline of what the season's going to be. Right. Because um, people but don't if Fav- write I mean, it. If that's, if that's legit and Favreau is saying this, then they just haven't announced it, but it's a, it's happening. Yeah. Or it's just wishful thinking on his part. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, whether or not, like, whatever kind of this show does on streaming and however much money it makes for Disney, like, think of how many Grogu dolls they sell and how many Grogu oh, or whatever, right? Yeah. And there's that also, right? There's that. Like, that's the calculation for Disney. I mean, I do like the show. While I criticize this episode, I do. I, I mean, I like the show. I'm looking forward <laughs> to next week. I mean, I love my baby Grogu. You know that. But um, 
I like, I, I mean, I also like where these shows are going, like, which kind of thing. We've got some new ones, like Ahsoka is coming. Yeah. I don't know when, but whatever. So, anyway. All right, so I guess we've got one more, one more week next week, and we'll see what happens. Yep. And then we'll wait another 18 months for the next one. Ugh! All right. <laughs> All right, next week we've got three uh, season finales. Three season finales next mm-hmm. week. When does that happen? Wow. All right. Yeah. Big sh- we got Do we have really anything to watch show. after that? Well, Rabbit Hole will continue. And there's a, whole bunch, hole, yeah, but... shows. there's a whole bunch of new shows, but they're on channels we don't have. Um, Fear the Walking Dead is coming back in a week or two, I think. Um, Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Uh, you can hear me and Jamie complain. Um, and there are these new shows, Silo and Promise Returning and, and Dead Ringers and the new um you've seen there's a new uh what that new Joshua Jackson show where it, it's a yeah, I don't, of uh, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I am gonna watch it because uh it's Joshua Jackson and um Exactly. Lizzie Kaplan. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm curious. Not, I just I'm not don't sure know how – of material there. That's the problem. How do you, how do you make a, a season out of this? Like, how do you make a, read, a, a show that continues on and on? I don't, uh, don't understand that. But I'm going to check so it out because I'm curious. I read, I read a brief thing that it's going to take place in two timelines, one in which the affair is happening and one in which, like, uh, they're dealing with the aftermath of it. Um, Ah, interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's going to do or happen. I mean, you know, for... For people like you and me who who watched that movie when it came out, you watched it when it came out. It came out in like '87, I think. Um, yeah, '87 it came out. So I, I know I, was, I, don't, I didn't see it. I, I I know I saw it on HBO. I don't know how old I was when I saw it. Yeah, you're a little younger than I am. I was in college when it came out, but it's an iconic movie. Like people still say, like, "Oh my gosh, you're gonna boil your rabbit," right? Like it's a very um, yeah. Uh, iconic 80s thing. So yes, what's going to happen with it? What's going to happen with it? I don't know. But yeah, I read that there's two timelines. Um, and same as you. If Joshua Jackson's in it, I'll watch it and I'll give it a shot, right? Yeah, I care. We know Lizzie, what Lizzie Kaplan's capable of, too. So Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um yeah, so it takes place he meets her in two thousand eight. I just Googled this up real quick and I'm reading it on comicbook.com. Um, so he meets her in two thousand eight and he begins to have an affair with her and it of course destroys his life as it does in the movie. Um and apparently it's gonna be a second timeline with the aftermath of it. It, it comes out on April thirtieth, so a couple weeks yet for that. Yeah, it's coming out soon. There's another yeah. show that's going so. on Paramount Plus then I'm going to check out too, called Citadel. Oh yeah, so that's a really interesting show that comes out in like 
couple of days, I think, right? Um, I think it's out, out on the 20th, in, maybe? Um, it's nine nine days. So the 28th. All right, next week. All right. I've read yeah, that, that they're yeah. already – so one of the things that they're saying about it is that it's the most expensive show ever made, which is unbelievable because really? how can they – how can they spend more money than they did on that Lord of the Rings thing they just did? Which, granted, it looks yeah, fantastic, know. but that movie cost a fortune. So, supposedly, they're spending an unbelievable ton of money on this thing, and it is allegedly the highest spending. Well, it better be good, um, then. Yeah. So, they, according to this article that I'm reading on The Wrap, um, they will spend an estimated $527 million in California during the first season and employ 1,500 crew, 600 cast, 90,000. Uh, insane. But, yeah. you know, this is meant to be a multiple kind of show thing going on. Like, it's a spy show. Um, yeah. But they are planning it to be like two or three shows, right? There's going to be a Spanish language show, maybe. Yeah. And there might be another, a third version I think of it. A and they're all going to, right? And they're all going to be in the same. They're all going to be in the same. Actually, kind of universe. I think, I think there's. I think there's already one out there. Um, I don't remember what I'd have to read up on it again, but I feel like this is the U S version and there's already one going and I don't remember where it was. Yeah. It's the Russo brothers, right? Doing this. And there's, they want to have multiple spinoffs in multiple like countries. So yeah, the one that's coming out is seven episodes, um, $200 million. Um, and they're talking about um, spinoffs, yeah, a Spanish one, a French one, um, all within the same universe. I don't know if they intend for people to watch multiple versions of it or, like, yeah, that the I idea don't know. That, that you and I would watch two or three of them and we would, and we would put on the, we don't speak all those languages, right? So we'd have to... Yeah. Watch them with um, <laughs> subtitles or dubbed or whatever. I'm not really sure what the plan is for that, but it's supposed to be incredibly expensive, yeah. which Guess is we'll crazy because, out. I mean, I don't know if it's high CGI. Like, it's it's a spy thriller, so it's not um, outer space. It's not creatures, right? Maybe that money yeah. is spent on stunts. Uh, uh, maybe Priyanka Chopra is getting paid a, just a shit ton of money to be in it. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. I mean, spy thrillers um, are not my go-to kind of thing. Um, oh, there's going to be the Indian one. The Indian one is already planned, and the Italian one is already planned. Okay. Um, yeah. And what else we got? Coming? We got Manif- Manifest coming up June 2nd. I know. Very exciting. Yeah, I love the fact that that's the death day, but a year later. Like it was the death day is June second, twenty twenty four, 
and we're getting oh the final season June second, twenty twenty three. I was pretty psyched when you texted that. I was like, "Oh, AJ, that's so brilliant! Thanks for figuring that out." Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, they had to rush it to the and, finish, but. And and we have Strange New World starting in about two and a half months. So manifest in about two and a, two months, and Strange New World in two and a half months. All right, good. In the meantime, there is plenty of stuff that we can fill our podcast with. Yeah, sure. We'll figure something out. Unknown good shows. All right. Yep. So, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, we'll be back next week, and uh, that's it. Back next week to <laughs> shut down all these shows. We're done. Yeah. All right. Good night. All right. Have a good week, Karen. Good night.